inside at last. <laughs> Welcome, fellow Teffers, to Inside at Last, the one and only Thief-dedicated podcast. My name is Alex, and today I am joined by Jiggity Jake and Saturday Seth. Hi, guys. Hello. Hey, how's it going? How is this question? It irritates me. And we already have some Teffers in the chat. We are live again. Uh, and that means Teffers Talk, our original mission. And sadly, it's an original mission because right yesterday, Daniel Tron and Nick wanted um, yeah, to, to make me angry because they dropped uh, or Nick dropped a new mission. And uh, Daniel Tron dropped the amazing um, fan video he made, which is strange somehow. And we could have had topics for Teffer's talk finally but we had to decide on an original mission and the mission is kidnap um you've just seen the briefing video and i hope we are uh, good to hear for everybody please let us know in the chat and thanks for joining us so guys um one of you um do you guys want to explain what the mission is all about Hello. Hey, sorry. Yeah, so in this one, uh, Garrett has been sent to... Um, he's basically just ridden the Cetus, and he's gone to Markham's Isle to capture Cavador and get critical information about Karis' plans, along with his diary. And I was always wondering, like, what do they actually, you know, what do they want from this? You know, what do what, what is the promise that they make themselves? I I never really got got how, how why they should, you know, what 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 if, even if they know what would they do? Well, I think that they're hoping against hope, right? Like they're hoping that Cavador has some kind of information. And it's based on it's Victoria's guy uh, Larkspur, right? Who has info about Cavador? Maybe it it does feel kind of like you're kind of on a wild goose chase. I think at this point in the story, like the thread between Karis and what you're doing now kind of feels a little bit pulled on. Even though I think the mission, some of the missions are good, you're kind of on. I think that point of the story where it's kind of transitioning between the revelation in the middle and then what would end up obviously becoming the final climax later on. Yes, it gets a bit wild at this point, maybe. And I don't know, for me, it doesn't really totally work. You know, it seems like a bit patched together. Um, um, the story and the missions that will follow, I think uh, the next ones, uh, yeah, we, we know what we're talking about. Um, by the way, the gameplay you will see is from Plutonia. He gave me the permission. Thanks a lot. Um, and yeah, guys, should we already start with uh, some comments from the Teffers? Uh, because I think the mission has divided opinions. Yeah, for sure. sure. Um, so let's start with Plutonia. Seth, would you be so kind to, to read out Plutonia's um, ideas of the mission? I would love to. So from Plutonia. <clears throat> I think the fact that a lot of the geometry is recycled actually helps the mission. Underground levels are always confusing in games, but when you have some familiarity with it already, it isn't so bad. 
Also, seeing how the mechanists have repurposed the areas is pretty cool. The mission is unique in the way that your main objective is mobile, and you can investigate to find multiple different opportunities all across the level. Yeah, and that's um, I've chosen that at the beginning because um, I think, you know, I put it back in my 12-year-old me playing Thief 2. And of course, I've always skipped the Lost City in the first game, you know, with the famous cheat code. And <laughs> so far, the game was nice to me, I would say. You know, we had um, Mission 10, of course, with the highlight. Mission 11, yes, we had this special thing, uh, but that cool reveal with the submarine at the end. And then when Garrett says, like, oh, it's the Lost City, for me it was like, oh, really? You can't be serious. Um, so I think the idea is actually pretty great. But if you always skipped um, The Lost City in the first game, then this... Um, and of course, I can't blame the developers because, okay, they assume that you have played the first game, uh, you know, to its fullest. So you recognize The Lost City. And uh, then you are like, oh, look at this, how it changed. But for me, it's like, okay some underground bricks uh, with some mechanist stuff. Um, so for me, the effect was never given. And then you bring me back to the, the place I hate the most in the game. So, yeah. But, but how was it for you guys? I know, Jake, I think... you played a lot later. So, Seth, maybe how was your impression back in the days? I was waiting for you to remind us that you don't like Velocity. And I hope <laughs> that you are ready for me to tell you again that I actually did like Velocity. <laughs> Um, I felt like the first time I played Kidnap, I was, I immediately knew it was going to be the Lost City anyway, because you get that cave texture, and then you go around the corner and Garrett's like, I'm back in the Lost City, and I'm like, oh, you just caught up, did you? Um, and yeah. No, I he thought... doesn't say it like that. He says like, oh, it's the Lost City. You know, he's like, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> two, two different reads on the same line. <laughs> I, um... Yeah, I, I really like that we're back in a place we've already been. And I feel like, honestly, I played like on my recent playthrough, I was impressed again by how the areas were reused and like in some cases retextured and relit. Like, I think it looks really good. And there's a lot of really nice uh, contrasting colors that there weren't in the original game. It's fairly brown, but now you've got all this nice like mechanist blue and there's steel walkways and. The carpets, oh my god, like the living quarters and the carpets I find hilarious, um, and those are great to walk through. Uh, I believe that there's a second story somewhere where there's like a bunch of booze, so apparently a mechanist is just like... Is just Oops, like... sorry. That's quite alright. <clears throat> a mechanist is just like moonlighting and clearly like drinking nice wine. So there's just lots of fun story peppered throughout the mission that made me happy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think that the idea of the whole thing is uh, pretty great. You know, they, they had they had good ideas, you know, the like going back to this. And I think if I remember it correctly, this is the first time we get this type of mission, like you, that you actually have to extract a body from a place and bring it back. Um, so that's a new theme, I would say. Um, and well, in this game, because you do in the first game from Craigslist. 
first. Basso. Ah, yes, of Basso, course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it is the first in Thief 2, you're right on that. Yeah, I, I, that's what I meant. <laughs> oh, I totally forgot <laughs> about that. <laughs> um, I'll save you, that's fine. No, uh, that actually, no, then, then, then it's really not a good idea they had here. So they recycled already, they recycled the lost city, yeah, the lost shitty, as I would call it. <laughs> and um, then they recycled an idea. And, um, but yeah, so um, we started this place and it's this huge building. Um, and I don't remember, was that building actually also in the lost city in the original? I don't believe so. I think that's, I feel like that's new. I think that there is a lot of this map that is new. Uh, and I think the implication is that the mechanists have dug a bunch of new areas out during their excavations. Mm -hmm. The area at the beginning where there's that tip-off conversation, where like, they basically telegraph Cavador's uh, walking path for you, um, I think that is a new area. Okay. Yeah, there's definitely... I think the area at the beginning is new, and I don't know what you guys thought, but I kind of like that area and wish it was more... Like you were saying, Seth, like I really something I really liked about the mission was like the contrast of the new colors, although I'm kind of with you, Alex, like I'm not a big fan of dark, uh, you know, kind of muddy caves, but I did like some of the new colors that were brought in with some of the mechanist uh, tapestry and furniture and things like that. And I kind of wish that there was more of that in the mission because you have some of that in uh, Cavador's uh, headquarters, living quarters, whatever, what do you want to call it? And then that new area at the beginning. And then after that, it's kind of just some stuff remixed, but it's mostly that industrial cave feel. Yeah, and, and I can totally see the appeal of the mix of this um, new technology everywhere in these old runes, uh, which is a cool contrast. Um, and I think that maybe there's always also this implication like the mechanists are taking over and they're not holding back even of old cultures. You know they they're spreading everywhere like a, like a yeah like cancer, um, and the idea actually is great. And I think the first building, um, and and the whole thing is not as bad as the original Lost City because there aren't so many. I think there were are some fire elements, right? Um, mm -hmm. in, the in the original, yeah, the fire elementals, yeah. And and but yeah. So for me. I have to tell, I don't have much remembrance of this mission because the game taffed me off. Um, you know, every time when we when there's a huge gap between original mission episodes, I listen to the former episode. So it was um, Complicated Cargo. And in that episode, I already said that I already played Kidnap after playing con uh, Complicated Cargo right before the episode we recorded it. And so I this had must a, have been torture for you. No, I actually had a nice feeling. Actually, it was better than expected. That's most of the times, you know, I, I go in with with that. I don't want to do this anymore. And um, then it's like, oh, it wasn't that bad. Um, and this time, of course, I had to replay it again. I didn't want to, but I had to because the the time in between the episodes was so long. And I I think last week it was right. Uh, or two weeks ago, uh, maybe you remember when I told you. Uh, so I was like, okay, I'm clever. You know, I, I just kidnap, I, I knock out Cavador, I put him close to the exit um, in the shadow, and then I explore the whole area, you know, in my own style and speed. Um, and um, 
then you know I, I suck up every information and conversations and stuff. So I went through. Uh, I knocked out Cavador, and then I wanted to bring him to that place uh, close to the exit. But then there was another um, mechanist running around. I wanted to knock him out, so I had to drop Cavador somewhere. Knocked out the mechanist, and then I wanted to pick up Cavador again. He was lying there in a very lighted place. Um, yeah, and then the game had a bug I never encountered before um, that I couldn't pick up the body anymore. So I think, yeah, we have Esmir in the chat, so he knows everything. So Esmir, if you know if that's a common bug or if what causes the bug, please let me know. I don't know what happened. And at that point, I was like, oh, no. I'm not do I'm not restarting this again. Um no, I'm done. I have my I have my Tefris in, in in the in the podcast on on the chat so they will tell me everything. We have the comments by by, by the guys. Uh so that's enough. I'm not doing it a third time. Um and then I was uh, but then I was but a bit six angry. Six times at, charm. Then then I was a bit angry at myself because there was this there's this um, quick save um, tool that was released some months ago by some taffer on the forums, um, and I I never tried it so far. Um, and and that was a point where I was like, oh yeah, if I would have my quick saves, you know, and could go back, yeah, I should have used that tool, and then my problem would have been solved probably. Um, but it didn't. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm it's. It's not a good mission. Buggy as hell doesn't work. You know, plot stopper bugs. Um, yeah, it's it's really not good. Um, I was gonna say, curse. speaking of speaking of uh, comments, uh, Esmir was that is that how you say his name? I don't want to butcher yeah, anybody. Never name. know. Esmir. Well, hope forgive us, forgive me if I'm saying your name wrong. He uh, confirmed that the palace is new, and I also kind of to throw it back to Plutonia. I kind of I'm kind of with you, like Alex, and kind of what we've discussed so far. I think as a plot point, it kind of is just dragging the story out a little bit too long. I do like the whole idea of I'm a sucker in games when you go back to an old area and it's like remixed. And thematically, I do like the idea of like this lost city, ancient civilization, this dangerous, these masks, uh, you know, masks being, you know, repurposed, you know, for evil and things like that. I, I love the kind of, uh, you know, and that's the theme overall of the game, right? Is kind of technology and nature fighting and corrupting one another. So I think that that's cool, but I'm kind of with you in the overall point of it feels kind of like, okay, like now we're, we're finding, we're going to look for, you know, Karis is like, you know, third cousin, like twice removed after this mission is what it feels like. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just kind of like, it's kind of just stringing the story along, but, um, I don't know. I, I think I like this mission question mark, but I definitely don't like the Lost City. Um with you there. But since the Lost City is such a huge part of this mission, um Well <laughs> I like that the I like it simpler. Please. Well it's it's, like, I think it's simpler. Like it's more so, oh sorry, Seth, I didn't mean you didn't mean no, to you're all you good. No, I was gonna um, say it's it's like a ship of Theseus, right? Like at what point is it no longer the original? Yeah, it's kind of exactly like it's much more easy to navigate, I think, than the original because, you know, I mean, it's not perfect with all the tunnels. But, you know, in the original Lost City, you're looking at the map and you go by symbols on the map and then, you know, on the on the, uh, you know, actual obelisks or whatever, or the stone towers. In this one, at least you have a map that shows you the tunnels. It's not perfect. I mean, there was a couple of times when I was like, OK, am I going north? Am I going east west like where am i going and i'd have to look at my map and i was like oh i'm in 
you know, site number six or whatever right now. So, but I feel like it's easier to navigate than the original and the layout makes a little bit more sense in my mind, which is why I like it more than the original. But um, it's still, yeah, it's still, it's reused content, which is kind of has its perks, I think, and its negatives, right? Yeah, well, I you think... Know, I, I don't expect like a Zelda Tears of a Kingdom overhaul, um, but... I don't know. It's yeah, um, yeah. But Seth, sorry, you wanted to say something. Well, I think a huge advantage of retrofitting the area with uh, all of like the mechanist fittings is that it creates new landmarks that weren't there in the original. So when you're playing this time, um, the first time you went through, it's kind of all brown and maze-like, and even though there are some landmarks, I I still feel like it's hard to navigate, and I think most people feel that way. But in this one, every area has a unique walkway setup and a unique uh, like archaeological apparatus. Um, and also the enemies are like very concentrated inside the build sites and not so much on the paths between them. So I found that this one is actually a lot easier to navigate than the original, um, even though the map yep. leaves something to be desired. I, I also think that it's... Um... Yeah, easier to navigate, especially because the places are more distinguished. You know, you can see, okay, this is this place and there is this techno, this light standing around or whatever. Um, so there are more landmarks to, to, that help you. Then you have this map. But I still find it a bit confusing. You know, sometimes I thought like, okay, now I have to go into that direction. So I must go from site six to seven or whatever. And then I landed in four, you know, just, I don't know if it was really la those numbers, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. If once you, you, you get the hang of it and, uh, you figure it out, then I think it's pretty easy if I remember it correctly from my first playthrough for this, uh, episode. Um, question for you guys, of course, where, where did you find, <laughs> this is what I think is interesting about this mission. Where did you find Cavador? Like you said that you found him, Alex, and then. You couldn't pick up the body and you had that glitch. Where did you encounter him first? In the Lost City. <laughs> I mean, like, what, what's that? <laughs> of course. Um, what site? Because I've... I the don't first... know. It's somewhere between 7, 8, 9, something like that. Um, okay. See, yeah. I found him back at his little hideout. Because I didn't even know when I first played this mission, which I was going to say is interesting. I didn't even realize that he was on patrol because I think I missed the conversation. And then I was like, okay, let me look for him. And by the time, because how I usually play Thief is like, I like to explore everything, get all the loot and all that stuff. And so by the time I was ready to go get him, he was at home. Like he was, he was <laughs> locked in his bunker. So then it was like, people were saying, people were like, oh, um, yeah, you can get him when he's like patrolling. And I was like, what? I was like, are you serious? I was like, I didn't know that. So I find that interesting. So what, but then it wasn't game over for you. No, no, it's just much harder because he's pretty well guarded inside his little compound because he's got guys in the room with him. So you, I mean, ideally bring a flash bomb with you, at least one. Yeah, that one normal a, mechanist and that one with the golden helmet, right? Yeah, there's one. Yeah, and there's a couple on the outside because he's like behind, there's a door and there's a couple that are kind of like on the outside and guarding him. So it's it's much harder to get him with the cameras too because there's a, that's one of my annoyances in this level not to get off track but some of these cameras in this level are very hard to find like blind spots it's cavador's posse yeah. 
life of the posse. <laughs> That's um, good. <laughs> um, but yeah, like there's in in this mission too. I feel like if you shoot a camera, everyone hears it, so it's very hard to cameras in this mission are no good in my opinion. Yeah, I they are a little pain in the ass. Um, if you look at the gameplay right now, I think the last time I played it, I picked them up there, but everything looks the same. I don't know. Um, but in the first time where I had the the positive experience, it was. It's hard to explain. Like, like, how do you? Ex That's the shame about this mission. You know, what do you explain? Yeah, there were stone walls and some runes. Um, and yeah, I don't know how to explain. And I, of course, I didn't remember which side I was at. Um, but it was pretty far behind, I think. You know, pretty deep into to the architecture. Um, that there was a very long dark tunnel um, that curves a bit and splits at the end um, and behind you are some runes with some interesting notes I would say in, in the back uh, but that's what I remember maybe we can see hmm. it on the gameplay and then I can say oh this like like Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio meme um, there, there it is <laughs> yeah. I was going to say uh, Ekmir in the chat uh, clarifies this about the posse he says three guards on expert all named Bob in Dramed Bob, Bob Jr. Bob Jr. the second <laughs> <laughs> that's such an interesting detail Oh yeah. <laughs> um, are they are really called that? Ah, really? Yeah. Now I read the full comment. Sorry, I have so much to overlook here. Um, so yeah, uh, if you guys keep an eye on the chat, that's yep. great. Yeah, um, keep an eye on it. Good. Yeah, and and Asmi also said that the bug is common. Um, and Stealth Dogs joined us. Uh, good evening, sir. Um. So yeah, the cameras are hard, but uh, where did how did you guys approach uh, this? Um, or uh, Seth, how did you approach Cavador? So I don't remember the first time I played the mission ever, but of uh, Jason Jason Reimke, uh, MCR, as you're referring to him, he uh, he highlighted something that I forgot to mention. Um, there's a readable that is also a trigger. And that readable causes Cavador to begin walking his route around the dig sites. And if you don't read it, he stays at site seven, and it is a lot easier to find him. Of course, is it that that one uh, that's, that that actually tells you about his roots? Yeah. yeah. So I actually just avoided reading that, like a smart guy, and just went to site seven, and it made my life a lot easier. Wow, yeah, that's true. What a shitty mission. Hey. Look at it. There's lava. And... I wonder why. So that, that would be the question I would ask. Is why would you have that as a trigger and not just have it start on level Like when the, when the mission starts. Yeah, that would make more sense. And also, it would be, I think, an improvement of the mission. Speaking of it being a shitty mission where he gets to the compound and maybe stays there for like a few minutes and then he goes back. And I don't know how complicated that is. Somebody who knows more about Dramed could answer. But have him kind of re-patrol, because I think that would be um, that would be a lot more interesting than having it be like, oh, you got, you know, five, ten minutes or whatever it is to, like, knock him out when he's traveling. And if you don't, then he's, you know, locked up pretty tight. If you don't know what's going on and what you have to do, especially in Thief, that can happen. Uh, yeah, I think you're totally right. That's a strange decision that they don't loop uh, his, his roots, right? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I think that would be better. Again, I don't want to speak for 
you know, it seems like that would be possible. Um, but, you know, to have him loop around, it's just kind of, you know, it's one of those things where in a lot of missions you have an opportunity, right? Like a guard will turn and then turn again and, you know, they'll have kind of a predictable pattern that they'll repeat. But his is like a one-time routine that once it's done, like, oh, that's it. I oh, wonder if you if walk I... in the back door, you come in behind the whole posse. Um, as Amir says, James. Um, hmm. I see that. I wonder the if back they door. aren't... I wonder if they weren't trying to go for something different than the final product, and that the trigger is indicative that they were going to have him perhaps run different routes or perform different tasks. And then, like, they maybe they oh, cut that feature. Ekmir, Ekmir, not to interrupt you, but Ekmir just call, uh, clarified in the comments, they patrol a different route per difficulty level. Interesting. That makes yeah. complete sense, then. You would need a trigger that would have, that would basically, like, get the difficulty level you're on, I assume. That's so interesting. Wouldn't it also now, start, uh, you know, like guards are placed in different places and things from the beginning of a mission. So why shouldn't he have a different uh, route through the level? Now, is it shorter is it, or longer? I wonder. I wonder, too. My, my immediate assumption here is that you would have to put those routes in an array and then have a trigger that checks what difficulty level you're on and picks the correct array of nodes. Okay, um, you're more into this uh, programming thing. Um, <laughs> but I wonder, you know, it seems more... But yeah, programming is not easy and uh, game creation also. Um, but um, so why don't we read out another comment? Um, I think maybe... So we have... Kubrick had a very long post on the forums thanks for that um so maybe we should go through it step by step um i think he has some interesting points of it um but um yes but seth did you you didn't really tell how you got him right oh i just went into site seven and i whacked him and then walked yeah he didn't trigger the thing that That's you had the, the easiest story. time yep yeah he cheated <laughs> um no but um, i'm an efficient taffer Actually, yeah, that. Can, but but you know that's the thing. If you don't know, of course you read that. You know you you want to get some clues on what's going on, um, and the readables are there for you to read. And and um, yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting decision. But I also believe that it's more from a technical point of view, not a decision they made. Or maybe they did. I don't know. They were go short on money and well, um, so <laughs> short on money, short on time. Yeah. Um, Kubrick said on TTLG, I love two things about it. I think the gimmick of finding someone that's doing rounds is lovely as the combination of runes taken over by the mechanists. Um, I like when gameplay aspects that are usually on the background are put forward. Most of the time patrols are a simple loop that is used to pinpoint one of the many moving minor dangerous points, the guards, that you need to deal with. But with Brother Cavador, the patrol is made visible. You care about where he is. His loop is his loop is relevant to you. Yeah, is it a loop? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, we already figured that out. Um, instead of only when he's literally in front of you, as it is with guards, and it's also literally highlighted for you with light, uh, green lights. Um, this house, yeah, don't, yeah, yeah, don't. Didn't you know? No. It's kind of a strange feature, like. Uh, 
the area where he is in, there are green lights showing it to you. Um, oh, like the like the mechanical light, like the one that goes from like red to green. Is it that one? Yeah, right. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's uh, yeah, Cavador is very extra. He's got a gold mask. He's got a posse. <laughs> he has disco lights whenever he enters the room. Yeah, it's it's very strange. Like he has an air tag on him with him all the time. Um, yeah, a, a mech tag. Um. <laughs> it's a mechanic. It's a mechanic that's literally like not in the game that I can think of anywhere else. If it is, someone feel free to correct me. I'll you know if I'm wrong, but I don't think there's really many missions in the series where it's like a character goes into a room or is in an area. And like you said, Alex, he's got some sort of like, you know, fob on him or some sort of like, you know, magnetized thing that just like, you know, activates triggers of the lights. So it's kind of interesting, but it's Can like I, the game really doesn't show you that. And what's the reason? I have what? a guess. What? I have a game technical or I, because I wonder like, what's the reason in the lore? I think it's technical. I don't think it's lore. I think that the designers were trying to program a long route that changed on each difficulty, and they needed to debug that route. And how do you debug it? You put lights on to tell you when they're traveling the route that you expect them to. And I bet that they just left those lights in at the end and turned them into a feature. I think it's a debug option. That's my game design theory. Okay. Mm. But then I want to know, um, like, uh, what... What is the explanation in game? It's like to get the workers on track. It's like, oh, like Cavador's here, the lights on. Like you better get to work, better keep digging. I don't know. But, yeah, there's but a readable. Isn't that, con isn't that contraproductive? Because no, there's a readable that says that there's lights that that will come on to herald his coming. And I I think the implication is that that Harris keeps asking for more stuff faster. And they don't want the inspector to come through and see people slacking. So the lights come on and everyone's just like, oh, hurry, get to work. Yeah, <laughs> but funny. isn't it contraproductive? So did, you know, where they installed on, you know, on, on, on his behalf, on, on Cavador's? Or are they installed from the workers? You know, so that it, it's useful to them. Well, I think they just need people not to get punished and crippled. So at this point, they're like... Uh, we got to come nope. up with a solution. Because if, if Kevador insists on this, you know, then it's like, th then they are like, oh, you know, it's red light, so we can just be lazy. And then when it turns green, they, oh, dick, 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 you know, and then, oh, he's gone. Or, you know, let's have a cigarette um, or a macarette or whatever they <laughs> smoke. Um, you know, um, I don't know. It's, it's, it doesn't make sense on, on both ends, in my opinion. You know, it's it's not actually yeah. You you are aware of his presence, but for what purpose? You know, so if he's not there, you know, and then you, you know, isn't it better that that a worker always has um, the feeling, uh, you know, that someone is watching over his shoulder, but he's never sure. Uh, Stealth Docs, I was gonna say, says in the comments, the real fun, the fun begins when Cavador and his crew get stuck at a point between sites, which happened to me once. It's, uh, I think, understandable based on what we're talking about and based on what you were just saying, Alex, with, like, the kind of goofiness of um, the lights and everything like that. It just seems very, like, patchwork with, like, the the systems of this mission. I mean, you kind of have a mini version of that at uh, Courier, right, with, like, different patrols, but this one's much more complicated because you have to take the body and stuff like that, so... At the beginning of the mission... 
the first conversation you hear, one of the mechanists is saying, I can't remember why they're saying it, but they're like, I need to find Cavador. And then someone's like, huh, don't you know? We have a fancy light system to tell you where he is. Use the light system to go find him, sister. Which uh, is just the funniest thing to say. That's actually, yeah, yeah. that's an, that's an explanation that actually makes sense like in those huge caves you want to find your your master or whatever uh, and then you can go by the lights um but still i i don't know but but i think the the idea that you just said like maybe it was a technical thing they they left it in there um and then they they left it in as a feature uh, that makes sense to me that's my assumption. Like when you're designing stuff in games, you will often have like lines print out to the screen that tell you actions are occurring. But I don't I don't know if you can print lines to things in Dromed. Like I know you can do text strings, I guess. But anyway, the short version is I think it might have just been an expedient way to show it in game that didn't need text and they just kept it. Hmm. But since you guys played it more intense or read more about it, is there anything? Um, I don't know. You know what? We go on with Kubrick's comment. Um, so the next thing he says is aesthetically, both the aspect of revising a map um, or revisiting a map you already knew but changed, and that being old. Precursor uh, runes taken over by mechanists. I'm really attracted to. I love the philosophical reading of the infinite hunger of industry, especially considering the proto-capitalist vibes of the mechanists taking over even the literal runes. Pure. Oh, he uses words I'm really having trouble with. Pure delusion. Is that a word? Do you write it that way? Del. I'm trying to find the exact word. <laughs> The virus deterritorialization. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, and now, yeah, I think we discussed that already. Um, and as I said, I think that it's like, you know, the ah, wait, those are those the tunnels? I think in those tunnels somewhere I picked them up in my first playthrough. <laughs> there it is. There's the meme. Um, but I'm not. No, everything looks the same. No, it's a different tunnel. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, the virus of moder modernity taking over not only the medieval world of Thief, but even their antiquity. What are the mechanists if not that? Too bad the mission itself is a bore. Ah, finally. Um, you either knock out everyone as you go, having to hide every single body so that Cavador and his team don't find them while you're trying to get at them or stay put, like 15 minutes waiting for them to appear. I, I think Stealth Doc just said, like, there, there, there I am waiting for 30 minutes. <laughs> um, or you get to them quickly by blind luck. The location indicator never really served me. Um, and in any case, dragging the guy is insufferable, either because you have to move at a snail's pace while dodging the guards you didn't knock out before, or because you did knock them out before, so it's boring as hell. A mission full of great ideas and boring execution, 5 out of 10 for me. I think this sums it up really well, in my opinion. Um, great idea, but the execution is like uh, a bit of a bumper. Yeah, I think we can get, we have some common themes, I think, between ourselves in the comments so far i think a lot of us like the idea the thematical idea of the you know the mechanist digging up the lost city and 
some of the ideas of going back and exploring through, but I think some of the execution and you, I think, alluded to it earlier at the very beginning of the show, Alex, about how this was kind of this point in the game where the missions kind of got like this and due to um, extenuating circumstances with the development of the game and stuff like that. But we're getting kind of to the point where some of the ideas are kind of like, yeah, probably could have used more time in the oven, probably could have used another revision. And I think that the the developers would probably agree. But um, yeah, I think I think the idea is good in terms of the theme, but some of the gameplay elements uh, could use work. I have an interesting observation. So, I mean, if I may be so bold as to say it's interesting. So, Thief 2 came out in 2001, right? 2000. 2000. That makes this even more interesting. The same year, uh, Hitman Silent Assassin came out. Um, And I think that Thief 2 might have beat Hitman as having an early go-find-your-target who is patrolling and take-them-to-X-location gameplay. Because in Hitman, I don't think... I don't remember if the first game has enemies that actually go to different locations in the map. Um, Hitman has really complicated ways to kill your enemies and, and make it look like it's an accident. I think Hitman 2 might have been the first Hitman game to do that. So I think that Thief might have actually kicked off a really interesting thing that became a mechanic in stealth games, which is that, like, you have a mobile target, and they could be at any of these places, and you need to do something to that target or get them to go somewhere or get them to die, you know, whatever the, <laughs> whatever the objective is. But, uh, yeah, other games have since done that, and I think Thief might have been the first. Well, correct. Thief came out in uh, first in the United States, and I think Hitman did as well. And they came out, uh, Thief 2 came out in March of 2000, and Hitman, the first Hitman game, came out in November of 2000. So yeah, that's very close. Quite a long time. Yeah, close. Like, they would be in development at the same time. There probably would not be any way that the devs could have met up for coffee and discussed their intentions, you know? Yeah, especially since IO Interactive is in Europe. Precisely. People yeah. from Europe and America can never speak. Yep. Well, it's both, both Eidos, though, which is interesting, too. Both yes. uh, Eidos games. Oh, that's yeah, that's true. It was an Eidos game. Um, yeah, but I don't think, you know, since Hitman, I think, uh, was in development, since it was a new title with, a, I think, it was a unique engine yeah. uh, and stuff, so it was, you know, way longer in development. You know, Thief already, you know, they had everything and they knew how to work their tools. So, um I think um, it's a coincidence, I would say. And the execution... Uh, yeah, Plutonia? Plutonia says I'm proven wrong and that Hitman Codename 47 does have patrolling targets with special routines. Yeah. He, he, yeah, he's right. Um, or in the Sorry. hotel, I think sometimes you get surprised by some people because you didn't uh, see that routine earlier or in another playthrough. Um, so yeah, so so they were both um, on that same uh, route. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, well, here's an here's an interesting connection. Not to put too much on the whole thief. Uh, uh, Jonas Enneroth has a credit. He was the producer of 
um, Hitman was also the producer, a producer on Thief the Dark Project. So they actually do not this, not know. Thief Two, but these both franchises share a producer. I believe oh. he actually he's also g- given a producer's credit on Thief Two. And Stealth Dog said Thief Two was also the first stealth game with a crafting system. <laughs> but that's <laughs> a topic for another. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> this but, is some interesting cross pollination. Um, so. Speaking of, um, as Jake, we had the conversation some days ago um, where I said, oh, that's interesting. We need to do the comparison between um, Chasing the Career, career oh, yeah, absolutely. So, and this one. Uh, and uh, how, how did we come to that uh, conversation? What was the, 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 the main idea? I think one of the things I was thinking of was you have a couple of things. You have one, you have both maps are reused, right? You have ambush to courier. Ambush is the first time the map is used. And then you have the lost city, which is obviously in the first game. And then you have uh, this mission, kidnap. And you also have the idea of <laughs> a, a changing patrol route. And I think like Ekmir uh, stated, You have a um, patrol route that changes on difficulty, which is also something both of these missions have in common. Yeah, and then today, um, while I was, yeah, I was, doing, I think I was uh, cleaning the dishwasher or something like that. Um, I was thinking about it, and I thought, since chasing the career um, was already a theme used in Thief One and in the same environment in the city environment and it was not a very good mission um i think wouldn't it have been better if in this location the um the lost city with mechanists around there you need to follow someone and that in a city environment some to kidnap someone would have been more interesting You know, so you have maybe to knock someone out at a bar and then you have to drag the whole body through the city with all the guards. Oh, maybe, yeah, that would and be maybe, cool. Maybe there's a goal that don't knock out more than three or five guards or the whole city will be alarmed or whatnot. So you cannot knock out everybody before. Um, and then, you know, wouldn't, it, wouldn't that be more interesting? And then maybe you have to, to drop the body in a canal so you can activate some gate or whatnot, you know? Or take and it back to, uh, or sorry, no, sorry to interrupt you, but thinking, take it back to, if, if thinking about reusing assets, take it back to Garrett's apartment. Obviously, you don't want to reuse assets, but like, if you want to like reuse the area or kind of keep it to like where it's like more manageable and then explore kind of what you're saying, Alex, which is like having like take, I think that's very interesting. I actually really like that idea, like taking somebody like in plain sight, like kidnapping somebody in plain sight, I think is really interesting. So it's yeah, like, oh. Like- Yeah, yeah, but then the city environment wouldn't have used, or, or another city environment wouldn't have been used for the same uh, k- kind of mission, you know, to follow someone. Um, even if the outcome is, of course, different, you know, in Thief One you come to Ramirez's place, and um, here you you, um, yeah, you read a note and then you follow someone else. But still, I, I, you know, I think that the idea just, you know, following someone through here through the um, lost city and, and, you know, following them and maybe um, wait for a certain interaction or, or a conversation between uh, Cavador and 
whatever, you know, um, would have been more interesting, in my opinion. And then you could have made changes to some boring stuff, you know, sw sw switch them, and then maybe it would have been more interesting. I don't know. And then maybe if you need to follow him, then maybe it would have made more sense with those lights, you know? What if he's also not who you think he is? Like, what if he is like a, I don't know, what if he's being kidnapped or what if he, I don't know, what if he is some sort of twist rather than like, you know, he's being held hostage or, or something like that, or he's got some sort of, I don't know, some sort of twist to it where he's just not just like, you know, an, like an evil dude who's just in a, like you were saying, Alex, like you follow him and you're not really, you're not after, you're after answers more than you're after, like, I gotta knock him out and take him somewhere. I think something that might be more fun. I, I I think I should preface this by saying I think dragging someone somewhere is not fun altogether. In that I don't think it creates tension. I think it just makes you slow and annoying. I think a much more interesting but complicated implementation of the same objective would be blackmail someone and then make sure they walk from A to B, and then program gameplay that allows you to basically like keep them on their path and stop them from fleeing. I think that kind of like traveling maintenance could be a lot more fun and flexible than just knocking someone out and carrying them. But I don't know if that kind of thing could have been possible at this time. So maybe it's just, maybe I'm just thinking uh, with too much of a blue sky, you know? Blue sky production. Yeah. And there is no blue sky in the lost city. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, in my opinion, it maybe would have made things more interesting because actually um, stealth docs has a good idea. I was going to say in the comments, he says thoughts on a better objective, stealing a document item from Cavador without alerting him. I like that. Definitely more thiefy. Yeah. But that on the other hand, you know, would have been an, very normal standard objective, you know, steal something. Here, you're stealing a body. You know, this is the idea is cool. Um, but I think the tension is a different one. You know, I think it would have been more exciting to 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 um, to carry this body through the city. You know, because you know you are in a normal environment with civilians around and stuff, and you are carrying a body through that public area. You know, this is underground. Everything that's happening here is kind of criminal. Um, yes, and so true. So you're just one of the many bad guys down here. <laughs> and um, oh, wait, there to the left, I, I I picked him up. There, I you know the other way around. There, that's oh the compound. I, yeah, there there I uh, got him. I think, uh, but 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 I could literally say that in every scene. Oh no, wait! I think it was there. No, oh, wait! It was here. No, it was there. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you found Alex. You found him in like six different places. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's got twins. I think it's clear at this point that all of Alex's visitations in the Lost City have blended together into one yeah, horrible problem. Just one pile of shit. No, and then you go down there, and then to the left and right, and then at the far end there. Somewhere behind here, there's a tunnel. And there I picked him. Yeah. Go, go, go. Ah, oh, Plutonia, you're disappointing me. Um, well, speaking no, but of Plutonia, I... he says there's blue sky in this level. You can literally see blue sky through the exit doorway. Smiley face. It's true. Mm -hmm. um, no, but uh, there, 
yeah, I think, isn't he coming there with his guys? Yeah, exactly. And, and some meters before, you know, I was a bit faster than Plutonia because I didn't uh, give a shit about this ghosting stuff. <laughs> um, oh, nice hit, by the way, with the arrow there. Um, and one thing uh, I think is very funny. Yeah, Kevin over with his ugly pipe in his mouth. That's that's a very strange thing. I just um, want to laugh at it. I just want to draw attention for a moment to the fact that Plutonia struggled to take that guard down in front of the lava, and it kind of looked like the guard was just permanently blinded and traumatized by gas before finally going <laughs> down. Um, but what I found really strange in the briefing, Cavador does look anything but a mechanist. Or isn't he the guy standing on the balcony? And the cameras, like, you know, the, the views from yeah. above? Yeah. He looks, you know, I am, imagine, like, um, the mechanists, since they are so modern and, uh, you know, they want to get rid of everything natural and human, um, they would shave, like Karis is shaved. And I could imagine they all have bald heads, you know, so they, they're wearing their strange heads anyway. And um, so then he's, his picture of him in the briefing, he looks like, I don't know, some... Santa Claus with with a strange helmet. Um, I didn't realize that was a pipe. I didn't know what that was. I was like, "What is this contraption on his like face?" That's why he's wearing a mask. He's he's got to hide his fabulous mustache from the establishment that wants him to shave it. Yeah, but that's not my question. But don't you think, or do you agree that the way he is um, painted in the briefing totally does not resemble anything I would imagine a mechanist looks like? It sets a. I think that it sets an ex, a bad expectation for the level too, in that you're looking for who you see in the briefing, not some guy in a mask, right? Like, yeah, I I agree. I mean, I guess you could say though, like to kind of look at the other side of that, he's the great like inventor, and he's maybe a little bit eccentric. And like Stealthox just said in the comments, he's out in the wilderness, no time to shave. Like he's too busy working on his projects and his. You know, his engineering to, to shave. Do you think they put this strange snork in his face? Um, <laughs> because they couldn't, they didn't want to create an extra model with this beard? Oh, no, Correct. They, they could have used that Oprah man singing uh, in the first, or in the gold mission. Um, you know, there's a resemblance. Raul. Yeah. And... Um, no, but but I think in, in in the briefing he looks a bit strange um, and not what I would expect from a mechanist. But um, would one of you read out Stealth Talk's experience with this uh, mission? I think it's very funny. Sure. sure. Um, oh, we can't both do it. <laughs> we'll do it together. No, um, uh, I can I can take it if you want me to, and if you want to do the oh, next yours. one. Okay. Stealth oh, so says, sweet, guys. <laughs> this was the mission that almost put Teenage Stealth Docs off the Thief games. I didn't know what quick saving was or that you could save your game mid-mission. Me and my brother were doing Iron Man runs in Thief before they were even a thing. Our minds were broken by the search for an attempted kidnap of Brother Cavador. Brother Cavador's name is forever burned in our nerve centers, a focal point for pain, despair, and rage. I will say two positive things about kidnap as a mission. After I got frustrated with my silly Iron Man attempts... Kidnap provoked me into trying the first Thief game, which, as it turns out, taught me a lot more about how to be stealthy than Thief 2 did as a newcomer to the franchise. I will forever be thankful to Kidnapped for getting me 
to play what I personally think is the more interesting of the two original Thief games. The second positive aspect of Kidnapped is it's actually a good mission, but only within the context of having been in the Lost City before, recognizing the scale of the mechanist's operations, and knowing how to quicksave. Yeah, um, I didn't know quicksave back in the days as well, but uh, I at least knew the save feature, so I could go into the menu um, and do saves there. But without saving, you know, just imagine like playing this game on Iron Man mode without... You know, not having the the purpose or the pride in it, um, and yeah, I can imagine how you know the game beat me back in the days with with a safe feature or a safe feature I knew of. Um, so without it, I d this must have been really really hard. It's 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 a wonder that he still uh, is into stealth games. It wasn't uh, too scarring. You know what? When I did this, when I did my Iron Man run, I did it intentionally. So I was trying to do it. This was definitely one of the harder missions I remember doing in Iron Man run of because I also wanted to collect enough loot for later missions in the, the game. And it's very hard to do this mission uh, without dying while trying to go to all the different sites because of the cameras and the, um, the different robots and stuff like that. And yeah, it's, it's, this is a really hard mission to, I think to Iron Man and I can't, I mean, Plutonia tries to like Iron Man and ghosts. So, um, it's uh, it, this is definitely one of the harder ones in the game for sure. I think it took me about like thirty-five minutes, but that was like with constant restarts, retries, attempts. Yeah, Plutonia took thirty-nine minutes, or maybe thirty-eight or something, uh, with a briefing. Um, um, but um, yeah, I think in in many areas there are many guards as well, and they are all cross-watching. You know. Yeah, there's not a lot of blind spots. Yep. No, and I'm a chronic blackjacker too, so like that that has its own complications for a player like me. Um. Yeah. So so the mission is kind of a mix. Some, somehow it's hard, and at the same point, uh, yeah, you know, of of course, it's always what your approach is, like how how you approach the game, what uh, mode you put on yourself. Um. But still, I think it can be boring if you have to wait all the time you know because it's really hard to to find a blind spot and a shadow and and move and then you have this this body maybe on your shoulders that is slowing you down and i think you can do you have a speed potion i think and maybe you can find one or two in the mission but still it's it's uh yeah and, and if you knock out everybody then um as uh, commented before it's it's really hard or really boring just going through um I think at the end there is this mech beast, right? Yeah, guarding Correct. the exit. Yeah, yep. I think that 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 adds adds some tension somehow, but yeah, but you can turn it off as well. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a very strange mission with very mixed feelings, I would say. Yeah, I definitely think it's not the worst or the weakest in the game, but I think that's definitely not um, as good as stuff like life of the party that we've discussed before. And I do think that your idea, Alex, if you have to, if you have to have a mission in the game where you have to have a body, I agree that it's much more like tense. Like if you have a city environment with civilians and you have, you pick up the body and they're like, guards, guards, like come quick. There's a, there's a crazy man with a body, like, or something like that. Where they're like, I think it was what you said earlier was funny and true. It's like everything going on down there is criminal. So it doesn't really like kidnapping really doesn't, 
is not like, ooh, he's a, it's you gotta kidnap a guy. It's like, yeah, but in a cave. <laughs> so it's like it's fine. Like it's not really a big deal. Whereas like, yeah, if you have to like uh take him from I don't know, even if you take him from like a compound or you know, like a, a mansion or something, you know, but from like the fifth floor, like say, you know, life of the party style, like even that is better. But I do think dragging a body through perhaps the city is um is probably the best because then you have to kind of like, oh I gotta hide in the sewers and like I take the body down in the sewer and hide and wait for the guard to patrol. And I think that's stuff that you could do in, in Dramed and it's fine. Like it's not, you have alert states for uh, bodies being found. And I don't think it would require any kind of special technical juice that the game doesn't already have. Yep. Um, and for me, there's not much to say about this mission. It's like kidnapping someone in the Arctic who would notice. No, what we, um, we had that in the last original mission episode uh, for um, Complicated Cargo that we were wondering, like, okay, in the original game, Garrett gets here somehow by foot and now the mechanists <laughs> need a submarine to get there. Um, so maybe with the chat, maybe you guys have an explanation for that. But I, I always wondered, like, how does that make sense? Um, well, Garrett has a secret keeper key to get in. Whereas the mechanists need to get a lot more equipment and and stuff in, so they have to find another way in. They can't go through the convenient keeper entrance. But he is he is traveling for days in the, in the submarine. Sure. As sure. far as I, uh, in my <laughs> understanding, the mechanists are idiots. <laughs> Yo, really, what are they doing? Like, oh yeah, you know, the mechanists would have, you know, now now I get it. How people thought that they found a way to India. Um, through the West, yeah, <laughs> and, correct. And then and, we're, we're we're in the Caribbean or the West Indies. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Let's call them Indians, and let's call them Indians today, even if we know. Um, Louis C.K. did a great bit on that. Like, nah, you're Indians. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that. It's pretty good. It's pretty funny. But um, yeah, I was gonna say it's it is kind of strange. I think like, and that I think goes back to we've discussed this before on I think OM episodes, but. How the and the game designers have discussed this pretty openly. How it was like cool idea, like then work around the cool idea. So I'm sure like the cool idea from the last mission was like submarine Bond style underwater base. Like cool, like just at, on on a chalkboard or on a whiteboard. That sounds cool, but yeah, like it doesn't really make sense because it's like how you, why are we here? It's like oh, because it's cool, like the, you know. But it's not. And I think um, I mean Stealth Docs didn't get into it, but I mean he kind of stated in his comment he prefers the first game and i know that's what we've discussed before on episodes about people who prefer the first game because it you know it kind of the story goes first and the missions i know some of us prefer the second game but it's kind of the trade-off of that approach yeah and but but still um, as i said that there the docks are already in on the maps in the first game but still, why are they traveling for days and get, Garrett gets there by foot? You know, I, I don't get it. It's all the speed potions. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's it. Um, but uh, Adrian J had a comment uh, back at the top. So, Seth, I think now it's your turn. Sure, Adrian J. Glad to see you do another original mission. At kidnap least one of us. 
Kidnap is, from a gameplay point, a solid mission, and I really like that they made it much easier to find your way through it than the original Lost City. Having said that, the Lost City is by far my least favorite mission, and Kidnap doesn't do enough to really sell it as a radical improvement. I just prefer the city levels, because they seem more focused and exciting with their corrupt city wardens, dark secrets, haunted cathedrals, etc. I think I really would have enjoyed some mummy-type enemy whose sleep has been disturbed by the mechanist's noisy machinery. Instead, the mechanist's presence adds surprisingly little, and it seems like the precursor lore has been dumped in favor of an enemy whom we all know too well by now. Yeah, uh, that was Seth and the machine in the background. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, my fridge must have kicked in. My apologies. <laughs> it was the mechanist fridge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there we are again, you know, as Seth um, living uh, in a medieval uh, steampunk environment. You, yes, you, would, you, you would love to live in that area, right? Like, I would have no complaints. You would love, you would have been a mechanist and one of the worst. Like, no, I'm a oh, hammer, bro. Uh, no, no, no. You would have said, oh, all this modern stuff, uh, you know, that, that you would have turned your stick be between a rope until it, it uh, you know, it gets some. Uh, could you hear my voice that I actually made the movement? <laughs> um, and so you can get, make some fire with the wood. Um, Seth, I think you'd be a hammer. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't want to tell you, but I think you'd be a hammerite based on my perception. I think you would be. I think you would think that the mechanist. You'd be like that guy in shipping and receiving at the dock or at the at the one uh, container and be like, "Yeah, it's just you know sacrilegious corruption, heresy." Yep, totally. Nah. I... Seth is a goofy keeper. <laughs> I keeper can't, of ancient I... artifacts. Yeah, I can't argue with that. It's like you can have all the anachronisms you want and justify it however you like. No, but you keep everything, you know, you, you keep old stuff. And, and I can imagine that it's like, you know, all those serious guys there and they never want you in the, in the meetings and stuff. So you always get some special tasks. Yeah, <laughs> you have special. to. Do you have to fulfill? Like, you know, they are all sitting there and are listening to the little girl. And then you're like, Wait, what? Huh? What did she say? Um. <laughs> oh, Stealthox stated, he kind of responded to Adrian J's comment. He said, the mummy's a neat idea, but we can't have monsters triumphing, triumphing over the mechanist robots, though. It goes against the whole theme of Thief 2's story. I agree. Like, a mummy's a cool idea. Like, when I just, when I was reading Adrian's comment, and Adrian, I think that's, like, a good idea. Like, I feel like a mummy would fit in really well with, like, the Thief, like, universe. I think it'd just be finding, like, a better place maybe to put that enemy. But I like the idea, like, a lot. I always found mummies in fan mission so goofy and um, out of place. <laughs> I think no. you could do it right if you do. I just yeah, it's it's a careful thing. Then it I would like make sense, you know, if if they would have reached Egypt with this <laughs> uh, with this submarine, you know, that's why they traveled <laughs> for days. That would make sense. Um, but it'd be okay. a weird hammer. Yeah, of, of course, you know, like the Lost City is like somehow mixed with some Egypt style, you know, with this uh, hieroglyph stuff. And so, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it would make sense in that area. Yeah, I agree. You just wouldn't, but, I don't think, be able to, like Stealthox said, I mean, it, it put it to where like, oh, the mummies, the mummies beat all the, the mechanists and their robots. It's like, well, then why isn't Victoria just recruiting an army of mummies like to win? But I think like you could, you know, maybe there'd be like a little secret area with a mummy in it or something. 
I think she would more recruit an army of mommies, um, um, plant mommies. Um, yeah, I think she treats her as her little plants more like that. But Esme says, turn the mummy into a masked slave. Um, that would be very interesting. But be even funnier if the mummy recognized Garrett from his last visit. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you've been here before, but um. I think also to get back to Adrian's comment, um, kind of he's again echoing what we were kind of been stating, like at the end of his comment, um, dumped in favor of enemy we all know to we know we whom we know all too well by now. It's like exactly like it's just you've now had a couple of different missions in a row of like we gotta find out Carius's plan. This is like part whatever of like trying to find out the plan. It's like I feel like now in the story we should be getting to the point where we kind of are confronting him and it's not uh doesn't happen yet um wh whose voice was that you just made Wh which one no you uh, plan. <laughs> who, who was that in your head i don't know i just was like i think just like um just a, a, a this kind of the generic scooby-doo kind of uh guy in a guy in a costume i don't know Oh, one of the next missions would make sense then with masks. Um, oh, that's true. Yes, you're right, because it's, it's always a guy in a mask. Yeah. Can Here we, we just cover those as one mission? Um, I thought of that as well. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Um, I, I think we can... We, yeah, we will see. Look, let's see what the comments are or not. Um, Yeah, but that's another thing. But um, guys, is there? I think there was one little comment by Artemis himself. Uh, Kidnap was one of those mid missions. I put it in mid because it could take hours to complete, and ghosting it was not, never a piece of cake. Yeah, I think Clitremus um, uh, 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 took about two and a half hours. A and... Total feast or famine mission. Like you're either enjoying it or you're like. Avador got lost on the way and it's taking you a century. You're just checking your watch. Garrett's just checking his watch for Cavador to show up. He's gonna be here any minute. A mechanical watch. He's got a he's got a um really he has huge like, thing on his arm. Yes, like a sundial. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and he can't use that, except at that one point uh, Plutonia mentioned. Yes, um, at the at the exit tunnel, he has to like point the sundial and like wind his watch. Um. Oh, Stealth Doc says I think I think this is interesting. Stealth says I always had it in my head canon that Gareth Din was buried by the trickster, like the Kershaw. That's interesting. Hmm. What is never know Kershaw? Oh, it's the 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 um, in, from Thief Deadly Shadows, the city with the uh, fish people. We were like forsaken ah, by the trickster. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, they were they were strange. Um, but uh, yeah, we will never cover Thief <laughs> Deadly Shadows. I think. <laughs> um, not because it's a bad game. It's, it's, it's I like it, but uh, yeah, I think we we won't do this podcast until then. Um, <laughs> Missions are also a lot smaller in that game too, much less substantial. Yeah, but I don't want to uh, enlarge this episode artificially because, as I said, from my point of view, there's not much to discuss anymore. Um, I think that, in my opinion, the mission doesn't uh, give us uh, much to 
talk about. But yep. maybe if you guys have any points, then shoot. But I, I'm done. I'm out of uh, stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much done. Just a couple of trivia points that I found. Uh, yeah, site five. Nice. There's a room with lava that you can swim in, but there's no purpose for it. What? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know why it's there, but I miss that. That's so funny. Yeah, it's just my... cold lava, I guess. No, I think it's a bug or. Yeah, I forgot. Um, but um, I remember that from my last playthrough, my first uh, first last, um, that it happened to me as well. It's a pretty big area, right? Yeah, it's pretty small. Yep. yep. I have an interesting one. Um, towards the beginning of the level, you hear the ambient sound that plays at the main menu of Thief 2. And that always <clears> threw <throat> me for a loop. In that, like, it's the main menu sound recycled, and I was like, "This feels very odd." I feel like the That's... game should be on pause. <laughs> it's kind of fourth wall breaking. It's right at the beginning of the mission. There's an there's a there's an area where you hear like the hum, and it it might not be the entire mix from the main menu, but it's like I'm pretty sure it's a definite part of it. I I, did, I didn't recognize that. It got me. Made me feel weird. It's kind and of fourth wall breaking. I think another um, another interesting thing is that there is a conversation that implies that the reason Cavador is wearing the mask. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Yes, yes. I, I'm pretty sure it's there because the the mission or the the environment is from Thief One, so that's why someone made a joke and put it there. The sound that would be oh. my, my logical explanation. Interesting. Like, like the, you know, it's like the the wink from the developers. Hey guys, hey, play Thief One. Yeah, right. There's um there's also a conversation, I think it might be the first one in the mission, where somebody says the reason Cavador is wearing the oxygen apparatus is because he's afraid of Burrick breath, which is kind mm. of a funny little note. Interesting. I always wonder how that smells. I don't want to find out. <laughs> also, you can get a guard stuck in the secret room in the site four, and he can get himself out even though there's no switch on the inside. Oh man! See, I was thinking about the existential horror of being trapped in there forever till you die. But I'm happy to hear they can get out. Guards have AI powers. Yeah, but that's that's a common thing in Thief a lot. Um, I just had that another in another mission uh, where you you know if you steal a key, but they can still go through the door that is just openable with that key you now have. Um, and yeah, that's, that's that always annoyed me a bit because I would like to use it for technical, you know, like like in, 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 uh, for tactical reasons, you know, like exactly. And then it doesn't work. Um, shame. I think if you were like redesigning the game or like refixing the game, that would be something that you'd fix, right? Because that's such a strong, like immersive simulation type element of like, hey, I'm going to steal the key off this guy and lock him in. And then he can't get out. Like that's yeah, something I think that, like they would have done. Yep, it's something I think they would have done had they had like the opportunity to, because it just it just makes sense. And what I'm now wondering is, um, so Garrett brings him uh, on a little boat, right? Yep. So they travel for days underwater with a submarine. Ah, no, now he knows the way back. Of course, he knows he's not an idiot and he knows, ah, you know, just imagine like he's coming out of those runes with a boat and then it's just like, like 
like 10 meters of rowing and then he's there like whoop, the city welcome back he also he also says at the end of the mission looks like my old route is still open which is just kind of a really funny thing to say as if he's been there many times since yeah no actually it implies that it has been used by him once and he's like oh it's still there it's just a window too which makes it even funnier like there's so much effort going on and there's apparently just a window somewhere of course that makes sense and then he climbs through it with a body on his shoulder of course um yeah yes so on my side that's it let's call it oh i got yep yeah, me too. So, yeah, sorry guys if you expected a longer episode, but I think uh, it depends on the mission and how much uh, we can discuss. Um, I could discuss more if I wouldn't have been so frustrated by that bug. Um, and, yeah, because I think my approach was not too bad. Like, okay, uh, drag him there and then explore. Of course, I could have still exploring uh, the, the whole area, but he was lying there in plain sight, and I was so annoyed. And then uh, my motivation was uh, was gone. So yeah, absolutely no filler here, unlike Thief Two. And yeah, maybe you guys can tell us if we should do the next two missions in one episode, or should we still do two? Um, I'm not sure about it. I think I think we we have to decide while when playing it. I think we have to play both in a row and then decide like uh, how much content it, it gives. Um, but I think it, it would make sense to do one so then you can do the comparison uh, on the fly and not separate it into missions, especially, um, you know, those original mission episodes There can be quite a while in between them. Um, so, uh, yeah, but, but I think that's an interesting uh, uh, idea. Uh, of what to do um yeah but uh thanks to everybody uh for joining us uh thanks to you guys and yeah i hope you still like this episode <laughs> kind of <laughs> it's not the strongest one but uh it's it's the mission's fault of course so see i don't have to do everything here right so see you around guys bye bye Take care. Wave, Seth, would you please wave to the people? Peace. Have a good evening. Uh, <laughs> looks like my old route is still open. Professionals, just five minutes. <laughs>